Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Jamie Berry, the litigation business unit leader at Integrion, a global provider of managed services. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Good, Ari. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well, and it's a privilege to speak with you. So tell us about your background and your role at Integrion. I think like many people that have found themselves to be in the e-discovery space, I got out of law school in 2000, really had no clue what I wanted to do and found myself immersed in the litigation support realm, worked for a very great figure in the litigation support realm and Amy Bowser, right out of law school, worked at DLA Piper, spent a few years there running litigation support and then jumped over to the service provider side where I've worked in large companies, small companies, big consulting firms, small boutique-ish consulting firms, worked for my former CEO when I was at Huron Consulting and decided to come back and work for Bob Rowe, who's the CEO at Integrion a few years ago. So Integrion recently announced a new cyber incident response. What's the goal of that new initiative? As I'm sure you're well aware, cybersecurity and cybersecurity incidents and data breaches are all over the news. Everyone is vulnerable to an attack whereby bad folks are trying to steal data for bad purposes. It happens all the time, and there are a slew of regulations, policies, procedures, rules, legalities that tell the companies who own this data exactly what they need to do when there's been an incident. Sometimes it is a matter of cybersecurity professional services companies figuring out where the breach occurred. Sometimes it's figuring out that a breach did occur and that data was taken. But oftentimes, when that data has been taken from the organization, people need to know that they had information that was compromised, whether it's employees or clients or any individuals that may be associated with that company. So we at Integrion were approached by a number of cybersecurity practices, whether it was in a law firm or professional services firms, and they said, look, we're really good at the computer forensics piece, at analyzing where the breach occurred and what subset of data may have been leaked from the organization. But most of those companies didn't have large-scale review teams, and they needed to find a way to take a look at all of those documents, all of the information, whether it's structured or unstructured, that would have left the organization, and figure out what was in there. And it wasn't like traditional litigation where you're looking for facts or you're looking for pieces of relevant information that may help or hurt a particular case. This was go find someone's social security number or credit card number or any personal health information that may be responsible there. And let's figure out how we need to let those people know that they've had their data leaked from the organization. And so we started to build our practice around that concept And over the last 18 months, it's grown into something that has really set us apart from other organizations that are doing just standard document review. How does cyber incident response differ from cyber or data breach response? So it's related, but if you look at the workflow from left to right, 
a lot of folks in the industry are really using the word incident response because we don't necessarily want to indicate that there was a data breach if data didn't leave the organization or if that information isn't something that needs to be reported because it didn't contain anyone's personal identifiable information or sensitive data. But I think the real differentiation that needs to be made from a service provider perspective is what boxes of the cyber EDRM, we haven't coined a term yet to come up with the workflow, who knows, maybe a bunch of us can get together in a room and figure that out. But if you think about the way e-discovery was, providers would play in various boxes of the EDRM. That's much like what we're doing around incident response today. Integrion doesn't play left of the review box, if you will, again, to relate it back to the EDRM. And so we really need to start talking about the partnerships that can be created between all of the providers who are really good vertically in the areas that they provide services. And with really good partnerships and really good teaming, we can provide a holistic service to the insurance companies who are paying for these claims. We can provide a holistic solution back to those organizations. You just mentioned insurance companies. For what types of organizations is cyber incident response designed? Most often when a company has had an incident, they will reach out to their insurance company who provides cyber insurance to pay for the claim, to pay for all the work associated with identifying where the incident took place, what data sets were potentially compromised, and if there was data that leaked out of the organization, what was inside of those data sets? What was the sensitive information that could have been compromised? And so insurance companies will pay those claims, and they are the ones that are retaining the service providers to help satisfy or deliver on those projects. And we work with insurance companies directly, but most often, as I mentioned before, it's the partnership aspect of the holistic service that has really been important for Integrion. We know that we aren't the tip of the sphere at all in these engagements. The tip of the sphere is really the computer forensics and cybersecurity professionals who are investigating and analyzing where the incident occurred and the data that potentially leaked. And quite frankly, how to plug the gap, how to stop it from happening again. It's only after their work is done that a company like Integrion can come in and help identify the sensitive information that was inside of those data sources and create those consolidated entity lists that will be used to generate mailings to people to let them know that they've had some information leave the company. In what types of matters is cyber incident response used? I would say most specifically, it's those reactive engagements when somebody has had an incident, when they know that someone has clicked on a phishing email and potentially had given their email credentials to a nefarious actor outside the organization, when there's been a pretty hard penetration from the outside from a threat actor coming in to access an organization's information. Those reactive engagements probably make up 99% of what we do. I think that's going to change, though, because I think as people become subjects to cyber incidents or those who recognize that they haven't had an incident yet, but they probably will soon, 
they may want to know exactly where their information contains sensitive data and try to scrub that before a cyber incident occurs. And then certainly with the new legislation that is being passed in various different states, I think about the CCPA as one, companies just like GDPR and other regulations and regulatory bodies are requiring need to get a handle on where their data that contains sensitive information is living. And so at some point, Ari, we'll see the switch from the reactive to the proactive, I believe. But right now, it's completely reactive. How do you leverage technology in the cyber incident response program? As we saw with AI around traditional litigation-based document review, everyone, clients, insurance companies, law firms, everyone is trying to figure out how do we do this process much more efficiently and how do we do it more inexpensively for the end clients and the insurance companies who have to cut the check. And so technology is a big piece there. There are some technology and tools available, whether they are tools like a company like Canopy puts out their tool that was specifically created to identify personal identifiable information or sensitive data that has some AI on the back end that can learn new components of sensitive data and that can automatically extract entity information from the document sets. Or if it's old school e-discovery technology that has been reverse engineered specific for this problem, companies are utilizing that technology to get through the large sets of data and to pull the hundreds of thousands of needles from the haystack as we've done with litigation document review and e-discovery, we have to figure out ways to apply technology to this problem. Otherwise, just throwing bodies at it isn't going to accomplish what we need to. We all know that the data sets are growing. Even the data sets that have been compromised on the back of a cyber incident, those data sets are growing as well. And the time it takes or the time that is required to notify a person that their sensitive data would have been compromised from the company, that's not getting any longer just because the data sets are getting bigger. Quite frankly, regulatory bodies are shortening those windows because they want people to know that their information was compromised. And so, again, we have to find ways to use and utilize technology to solve this problem and to help us solve this problem. It's never going to completely overtake the human element but the age-old verbiage of people, process, and technology, technology is a huge component, but only if it's supported by the right people in the right process. So absolutely, we need to throw technology at this problem. We're doing that today. I think the industry as a whole is doing that today. We certainly are at Integrion. Our partners are all the time. And it's just something that we have to continue to evolve to do. Speaking of evolving, how do you see this area developing? Often people ask me, where do you put this in the e-discovery timeline? Like way back when, in the early 2000s, I remember working on some of the first very large e-discovery investigations that implicated e-discovery. And I remember talking to peers and colleagues at that time, and we were all just trying to figure it out, do the right thing and use our creative mind and then layer in technology to be more efficient and effective. I think we're there today. But as the e-discovery industry took 10, 15 years to really mature to the point where everyone was doing basically the same thing from a process perspective, 
I think that is going to be accelerated on the cyber incident response world because people understand that technology can be applied to these scenarios to make them more efficient and cost-effective, and they're not going to wait around for people to try to figure that out. So we are on a very accelerated timeline to continue to evolve and come up with creative solutions, both from our partners in the cybersecurity, professional services, and computer forensics realm to companies like us who are providing review and extraction of entities and sensitive information that belong to those entities. It won't be long before people find ways to do this completely with technology, and we have to continue to push the envelope there, making sure, though, Ari, that the accuracy is there. This isn't like regular document review where if you were 93, 94, 95% accurate, it was okay finding the most relative documents. You have to be 100% accurate so that Jamie Berry, whose social security number and credit card information may have been leaked because of an incident, is aware that his information walked out the door. And there are other Jamie Berries in this world. We need to make sure that the person that lives where I live with my address and my social that has the same credit card information, that has the same medical diagnosis, that is taking the same prescription drug, that information that leaked, I have to be made aware of that. So if we're not 100% accurate, somebody's going to get the wrong notification letter. And that can't happen. And certainly there are fines and sanctions associated with not doing that correctly. So that's why accuracy is so important. Certainly makes it a little bit different than traditional litigation document review. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Jamie Berry, the litigation business unit leader at Integrion, a global provider of managed services. Jamie, thanks so much. Thanks, Ari. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.